Hello and welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. This episode, an interview with 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame inductee, Carla Gidry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by the Hampton in Waco. I'm Jackson Michael, and with me on this program is 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame inductee, Carla Gidry. Gidry is an Olympic gold medalist and a 12-time national champion at the University of Texas. She also won 17 Southwest Conference titles. She will be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame on April 15th, along with the rest of the class. You can attend the induction banquet in person and meet members of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame class of 2023, as well as some members inducted in previous years. Visit the Texas Sports Hall of Fame's official website, tshof.org, and click on the Events tab to learn how you can purchase tickets. Again, that's tshof.org, and click on Events. Carla Gidry grew up in Houston and was widely recruited for her track and field excellence. She chose the University of Texas, where she won 12 national titles and 23 All-American honors. She and I spoke about her outstanding college career, her gold medal winning Olympic career, and her background. Here is Carlette Guidry. Hi, Carlette. I first wanted to kind of talk about your backstory a little bit. How did you first get involved in sports? Well, for one, I was basically a tomboy. I was the only grandchild for a little while. And so my uncle, he was maybe like five or six years older than me. And anything he did, I wanted to do. So I just kind of fell into loving to run track and field, um, especially after I watched the Wimmer Rudolph story. I um, immediately fell in love with the run to run and track. And I saw in an interview that you were actually coached by Carl Lewis's mother as a child? When I was younger, I made one of the USA junior teams. I made the team as a jumper, and she actually coached me in jumping at that particular meet. Was that when you were in high school? Um, yes. Uh-huh. What was your high school track career like? I had a really awesome track career in high school. I go back to my middle school. I was fortunate enough to be noticed at PE by her name's Carol Milton. She's no longer with us anymore, but she was a professional tennis player. And she noticed me in PE at middle school, and she just, you know, started um, working with me, like playing basketball, running track. And I was always just trying to do anything, I, you know, just keep myself occupied. And so from there, I met um, my high school coach, whose name is Edward G. Robinson, and he coached at Houston Sterling. And from there, um, I was there with a couple of more talented high school athletes, where in 1985, we was the first women's high school in Houston Independent School District to win a state championship. 
was that your senior year? I was actually a sophomore because in my middle school, I was able to stay to the ninth grade. So I, I attended a junior high school. I didn't go to high school till my 10th grade year. So you were a state champion in high school, uh, an illustrious track career. I'm sure you had a lot of college offers. What were those college offers, and why did you choose Texas? I would say that recruiting process was kind of a, um, a pretty stressful recruiting process because I was recruited by a lot of schools. Um, schools like University of Houston, University of Texas, of course, UCLA, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and there were several others that had recruited me. And I wasn't sure where I wanted to go, but um, actually I met the coach at the time at University of Texas. Her name is Sue Humphrey. I was able to meet her. I was on a junior national, the, the junior Olympic national team that we went to Greece, Romania, and a couple of other countries. And I was able to develop a friendship with her. And then from there, we kept communicating. And a couple of girls was on that junior national team with me. And we kind of decided that we want to go to the same school. And to this day, she's still my best friend. Her name is Dr. Kamala Saldana. So we decided kind of like we want to go to kind of the same school. We're kind of from the same area, the Houston Gallison area. And what really drew me to University of Texas besides Sue Humphrey was that the women at University of Texas had just won a three title. They won indoor nationals and track and field. They won outdoor nationals in track and field, and they won cross-country nationals in track and field. So um, I knew I couldn't go wrong by going to such a prestigious school as um, University of Texas at Austin. And they had such powerful women there, such as Dr. Lopiano, Terry Crawford, Dr. Sheila Rice. So, you know, I couldn't go wrong. Yeah, that was a special time for women's athletics at the University of Texas. And we've had Dr. Lopiano on the podcast before. What was she like and, and what do you remember about her? For her, I remember Dr. Lopiano really inspiring us to be more than just student athletes. You know, she believed in us getting our education and being um, leaders and being proud of who we were. Well, you certainly had plenty of chances to be proud. You even won the National Long Jump Championship as a freshman. What do you remember about that? You know, I was just out there having fun, really. You know, you know, I went out there. I didn't have any fears. I was just like, this is something new. I like running track. I hadn't run indoors. So this was fun. I think we were in Oklahoma City, and we were on wood. We were running on wood. <laughs> and so I was just having fun. You know, I was listening to my coaches um, and executing what she was telling me to do, and I just perfected it, you know. And you excelled even at an event that was new to you. Indoors was new to me, pretty new. Yeah. And could you please tell us what the difference is between running those indoor events and outdoor events? What the difference is for a track and field athlete? As I went on, I learned that training indoors is mostly going to prepare you and gear you and get you ready for outdoors. Um, you don't have the wind resistance because you're indoors, so you don't have to worry about a wind at your time, which is good. If you run well 
indoors, you're going to be much faster outdoors. Let's just say, for instance, if you're running 24s and the 200 indoors, you know um, if you can keep it with your training and keep it where you need to be, um, you're going to run much faster than 24 seconds outdoors. It's just basically indoors sets you up for outdoors. When we return, 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame inductee Carla Guidry will share about her exceptional college career at the University of Texas and winning gold medals for the United States in two Olympic Games on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by the Hampton in Waco. Hi, this is Hall of Famer Nancy Lieberman, and I listen to the Texas Hall of Fame podcast. And if you're not listening to it, you're missing out. When you come to Waco, be sure to stay at the Hampton Inn Waco, located just a short distance from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You'll start your day off with a delicious complimentary breakfast, and you'll enjoy the Hampton Inn Waco's free Wi-Fi, fitness center, and pool. Next time you bring your team to Waco, make the Hampton in Waco your home court on the road. Welcome back to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by the Hampton in Waco. Remember, you can attend the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet. And when you do, Book your stay at the Hampton Inn Waco. You won 12 national titles. And I'm sure it's hard to remember each of them individually. But is there one that stands out to you? I have a lot of great memories as I'm running collegiately from the University of Texas. And I would pretty much say that um, my senior year, when I um, won the 100 meters and the 200 meters at um, Nationals in in Eugene, Oregon, and um, what was so memorable about that um, is that um, we was going for the title against LSU, and we won the the women's 4 by one and uh, LSU was expected to win that 4 by one and we won that going away. So the memories that was so so much of a memory to me for that that nationals was that as a team we came together and we worked hard and we we came up we finished second but we worked hard and we really gave LSU a run for their money. What's what's really interesting to hear you say that is a lot of people think of track as an individual sport and you're speaking of it in terms of a team sport. As Terry Crawford, my head coach at University of Texas, explained to us, she's told us, you know, track and field is an individual sport. But if you do what you need to do as an individual, as a team, we can achieve a lot. So what she was meaning is that if you do what you're supposed to do and take care of your business as an individual and focus on yourself as an individual, when it comes time to be a team, it's easier to achieve those goals as a team that you want to achieve. Your college eligibility ended in 1991, and your first Olympics was in 1992. 
could you uh, talk a little bit, please, about that year and um, in between and how you stayed uh, able to compete at such a high level? I was blessed and fortunate enough to stay at the University of Texas after I finished competing in 91 as a University of Texas Longhorn track and field athlete. I was able to stay there and continue to um, work with the coaches there um, as well as use the equipment and everything that was there. I was still able to use everything like the weight room. I had to um, you know, do a different schedule than the track team, but I was able to still be out there working out and I was able to work out with um, UT coach Paul Richards. He was there and he worked with me for 92 Olympics. It was a great experience. I was very fortunate to not have to like be uprooted from my home and was able to just stay grounded and then stay where I was to train and continue. Nothing really changed with my training. And I actually, um, I, can, I finished running in 1991 and I actually graduated from the University of Texas in 1994. Oh, and that's great. That's great. You're staying with your education, uh, even with so much going on and you make the 1992 Olympic team. What were the tryouts like? And um, how did you find out you made the team? Well, as a, as a professional athlete, we had, we, um, there was different meets that you went to and you ran in and you had to run a qualifying time. But once you were in that qualifying time, then you was invited to Olympic trials. You had to hit a certain time and it's still that way today. And from, there in 92, um, let me remember, it was in New Orleans, very, very hot. <laughs> um, I ran the 100. I think I finished fourth in the um, 100 meters, so it, that put me on the women's football 100 meter relay. And in the 200, um, I um, finished second. So um, it was just all, it was very new to me, um, just learning about being a professional, just staying focused on what I needed to do. And the 92 Olympics, they were in Barcelona and you were on the U.S. 4x100 team and you won a gold medal in an event that your hero, Wilma Rudolph, also won a gold medal in. Right, correct. I won. I was. Um, I ran third leg on the women's football one hundred meter relay, and um, I was actually fortunate enough to run with the great Evelyn Ashford, uh, which is another one of my great role models as I was growing up. Evelyn Ashford ran first leg, and this was her last Olympics. So I was very honored and very happy to be a part of her winning that gold medal with Evelyn Ashford, um, Esther Jones, and Gwen Torrance anchored. Wow, what a tremendous thrill that must have been. And the Olympics, could, could you talk about just what that experience is like for an athlete? I mean, you, you had been in world events since high school, but the Olympics is, is something extra special. Well, I know as every track athlete, when you take it, um, you take it, you're taking that track serious and you want to go on, past collegiate sports onto professional sports and track and field, that's the ultimate goal to become an Olympian, to make an Olympic team. So that was a goal that I had had since watching Wilma Rudolph. You know, I didn't know how I was going to do it when I first watched that story, but I knew I wanted to be an Olympian and I wanted to be just like Wilma Rudolph. And that was just kind of like, oh, this is 
pinch me, I'm actually here. This is it's like an awe experience, and it was it was a great experience. I can remember one of my best track teammate friends. Her name is Janine Vickers. She went to UCLA. We was there at the um, opening ceremony in 92, and then they shot a bow and arrow to light the torch. And we looked at each other and was like, wow, we are Olympians. And we just started yelling and celebrating. That is such a great story. And it speaks to just the kind of friendships that you build in sports. Um, And then you make the Olympics in 96 again, four years later. Can you talk about how you sustained that level of excellence over a four-year period? Well, there was a lot of ups and downs. Um, I had uh, a lot of ups and downs within those four years. There was some world championships in between there, as well as moving away from Texas and moving back to Texas and starting to train with Beverly Kearney. So a lot of things happened at that time. So, But I was really fortunate just to kind of be around some great, awesome people, awesome coaches, awesome family members and friends that was very encouraging to me. And um, I just worked hard, worked hard, and I made the 96 Olympic team as well. And, of course, the 96 Olympics, they were in the U.S., they were in Atlanta, and, again, you helped the U.S. team win a gold medal in the 4x100. On this team... I ran the first round. I ran, actually ran second leg on this team, and I took Gil Beaver's position in the rounds to make it to the finals. And Gwen Torrance was anchoring again at that week as well. So it was still a great experience. Even though I didn't run in the finals, I did run in the prelims, and I was able to help the U.S. women make it to the finals and win the Olympic gold medal. That was just fantastic. And you had such a tremendous track career. Um, and then like like everyone else, um, eventually you have to transition out of that professional athletic career and um, into another career. Can you talk about what that transition might have been like for you and, and what you're up to today, please? Well, for me, after I um, graduated in 94 from the University of Texas and got a um, bachelor's degree. I continued running. I competed professionally for 13 years. I was able to stay ranked um, in the top in national, internationally for quite some time. But my transition into the workforce, I, I started working in my late 30s. <laughs> and um, soon after that, I um, I had my daughter, Makai Falkway, and I got married to Calvin Falkway. And I went to the workforce. I went to um, using my degree, and I became a social worker. I worked for the state for 20-plus years. Um, and what I took with me from track and field is that discipline and that knowing that there's something that's not working. So I'm not going to panic about this not working. I'm going to figure out, you know, what can I do to um, fix this? I was able to be your skills in that way and help other children. Like, okay, this is, this happened. Let's accept that this happened. So let's figure out how we're going to improve this. The simple thing is like, um, I just start in the hundred meters. Something's not working with them. Let's let's see what we can fix in that start. You know, so I transitioned those things from my track career onto my professional career. Wow, and that's just really wonderful how you've taken what you've learned in athletics and your 
able to use that to help children now. Um, and then, of course, you, you grew up in Texas, um, and here you are now about to be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. What does being an inductee of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame mean to you? It's a great honor. You know, um, it just shows that um, I worked hard. I represented Texas to the best of my ability. And it's a great feeling to be noticed for that hard work that I put in all those years. And that for all those years, I wanted to be an Olympian. I wanted to represent the University of Texas. And for me, I grew up in Texas. I grew up in Galveston Island. And then my mom and my stepfather moved to Houston. So I've always been a Texan. So it's great to be recognized for being a Texan and being a Texas athlete. And I really appreciate that. It's an honor. Well, it's one that you certainly deserve and excited to have you as a part of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame now. Is there anything else that you think is important to add? I guess I would just say to those athletes that's out there that's working hard, I know things have changed in the track and field world and the sports world than when I was in the track and field and sports world. Um, you know, women are um, really being noticed more. Um, I'm very thankful for the women who was before me that um, opened the doors for me, and I hope that I have been able to open doors for women athletes behind me. I'm very thankful and proud of who I became and who I am today. And um, for those athletes that are working hard and from those um, towns that I, that I came from and those other towns that are similar to mine, similar backgrounds, keep working, keep working hard because it does pay off. And just be patient. I tell my daughter, Makai Falkway, she's at University of Houston right now running track and field. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. Just be patient. Carla Guidry will be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame on April 15th, 2023. Her fellow class members include Houston Oilers legend Robert Brazil, Houston Astros legend Jose Cruz, Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew, Texas Longhorn football great Priest Holmes, NFL star Adrian Peterson from Palestine, Texas, Olympic diver Cynthia Potter, who will be on a future episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, and NFL and Texas Southern football legend Michael Strahan. You can attend the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet by visiting the Texas Sports Hall of Fame's official website, tshof.org. That's tshof.org. And click on events. Remember, you can also follow the Texas Sports Hall of Fame on social media, on its Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube channels. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. We invite you to visit the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco. And when you do, book your stay at the Hampton Inn Waco.